Um, if you're under the age of 13, not a high school or secondary student yet, I do, uh, your discretion is advised as this podcast does touch on sensitive topics, sensitive and mature topics. Please take caution as you listen and yeah. Also, words said here are just my thoughts. Please don't target me government. Bye. And we are not live. Hello again. Welcome back to my uh, welcome back to Gabo's podcast. I'm here with a second episode. Um, just a, a few notes on the last podcast. Um, I was talking like as if I was doing a um, video podcast, which I probably won't be doing a video podcast only with the highlights I post on Instagram. Um, maybe if I I'll work on uh, posting these uh, podcasts on different uh, streaming platforms to listen like SoundCloud or Spotify but for now I'll just go with YouTube and maybe if I do upload um, I, I do upload uh, podcasts on other uh, platforms I will post video podcasts on YouTube as um, video podcasts are kind of harder to edit but We'll get you that. But that aside, um, hello everyone. How are you guys doing? Um, how is your day? It's the afternoon. At, well, it's actually the evening. Actually, the evening. It's 5:22 p.m. and we are recording my podcast. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the last one. Um, the last one was um, kind of just a test run, and it was kind of like more just to see how this mic works and. How it did, and I want to thank you all for the positive comments on my last podcast. And honestly, keep them questions going. I'll keep them going uh, as it really. Um, I'm still trying to figure out how to do th- do this podcast, the format, and what should I do that's different. How to make this more fun. But right now, I'm liking the way it's going at the moment. And um, yeah, just thank you all for um, supporting the last episode. Um, definitely. Uh, when it's on YouTube, please comment what questions, comment critiques, comment. Uh, I'm up for any criticism. What, comment what I can do different to make this podcast better and make it more engaging to people who want to listen to it. Um, I know um, you have to kind of sit there and just like listen to it through YouTube, and you can't do different things while listening to this podcast unless you have a second device to listen to it from. And I understand that, as I said, I will do my best um, and figure out a way to um, uh, try to upload this in different um, different platforms. Now, um, for my last podcast, I kind of discussed questions and topics. It's kind of gonna kind of gonna be the same as what I did last time. But uh, and I, first of all, I do want to heavily apologize for topics that kind of brushed. Uh, and questions I kind of brushed by quickly. Um, I do apologize if I if you felt that I kind of disregarded your question. I will re-answer them in more detail because just watching back and listening listening back to my last podcast, um, I felt like I didn't answer them well enough. I just kind of answered them quickly. So we'll go start with uh, this is a topic that was brought up from the last episode, and it's asking. Zodiacs, are they real? Do you believe in them? And what are my thoughts on them? Now, last time I said 
I'm kind of just gonna rephrase what I said last time, but I'll talk about them and talk about it in more detail. I don't believe in zodiacs, uh, zodiac, uh, star signs, uh, the astrology thing. On the queer, I myself, I'm a Taurus, um, which is some bull, yeah. Well, well, it's it's a bull. It's not bull, yeah, but yeah. Um, I'm a Taurus, and its element is Earth. I know a lot about. I'm surprisingly know enough about zodiacs. I know some compatibility stuff and personality traits. And like I said, I do not believe in them. They were kind of fun at the start. They're fun to learn about and fun, like just for like. It's kind of like those days you're bored, so you go to a BuzzFeed quiz. I know BuzzFeed quizzes, and then you're just like, "Am I compatible with this person or whatever?" But other than that, I do not believe in them. I there are some people I know who do, which I will respect, and I just yeah, um, I'm not. My beliefs in uh, horoscopes and zodiacs aren't so very firm. You know, they're fun to listen to. They're fun, and there are some extremists out there who really follow by what their zodiac, uh, their horoscope is is today or you know fortunes like that and yeah okay I, I guess that's my thoughts in them basically I, and uh so next uh question is oh wait sorry uh yeah yeah next uh question is uh dance and okay i'm, I'm actually gonna i've got a lot of dance um dance questions which i will actually answer because they're all kind of in the same realm of are you gonna do this are you gonna do that um what are your future plans in dance so basically the dance questions i got is dance and your future plans um uh anything to do with dance tips motivations and your dance background favorite choreographers and yeah that's basically one of the questions i got so let me talk about dance so currently i'm a very i'm active i would say i'm pretty active as a dancer um i choreograph a lot i learned that i i know it's been a while since i've learned dances except if i have to learn them um right now dance i do enjoy i'm kind of just getting back into the passion of like dancing and my future plans well currently with this covid19 going on uh I still do have plans uh, for dancing. I've choreographed a couple of dances for. I, I choreographed a dance for, which is I think it's upcoming. If you guys know a dance group called Eclipse, I choreographed a dance for them, and I'm just waiting. We're just waiting to shoot it. Please keep uh, posted for that. Um, yeah, um, definitely. I will start posting more dance videos. Uh, dance videos in my own ig page jg.danceandmusic uh self promo promo what's good and yeah currently the most uh the the most like committed dance project or thing i'm doing right now is ceo i will not explain too much in detail who ceo ceo is you must know who they are um i'm very committed uh to my dance group um we we do have plans coming up yeah we um just with this covid19 practice obviously we can't practice as much but we 
we have scheduled stuff and uh, plans going on for the team so keep posted um by the way guys do you like our new logo um how do you guys think of our uh, the new ceo logo shout out to my boys and yeah i just honestly i'm very my future plans for dancing would be prop actually i do want to attend here's the thing i've never actually attended a dance class in my life never once have i attended a dance class right and i it's a bucket list of mine to attend a dance class and i kind of i'm kind of very keen on doing a dance class in fly down studio which is just here in dublin um i'm very keen on doing a dance class and it's one of my future plans um yeah and maybe you know maybe when i'm in college i will join the dance team in tud just one of my um so just it's just one of the things i'm very uh excited and want to do in the future um definitely uh future plans would be choreograph something big for a project you know i uh, i've a kind of near future plan is choreograph something off my scratch that is CEO related. I have choreographed a, a dance, a quick dance for a party we had to perform for, but not an actual like recorded dance video, which is something I really want to do for uh, my team. And yeah. And another question is uh, anything to do with dance, tips, motivations, uh, your dance background, favorite choreographies? Um, motivation in dancing i guess um be patient your progress is not gonna happen every night um definitely uh dancing is a good way to build up self-confidence you know um when you're dancing uh make sh enjoy dancing it's a good way of exercising and it's good for your mental health uh, it dancing a motivation in dancing is you meet so much different and so much cool people um along the way in your dance you, people with different stories backgrounds and everything different styles of dancing that's like you meet so much incredible people through dance and it connects people with each other honestly and motivations yes um when you want to learn how to dance just know that your progress won't happen overnight um your pace is your own pace. Um, go with your what pace you are comfortable with. Do not, do not look down on yourself too much. This is probably a more general thing, but you keep working hard when you dance. Uh, I'm a self-taught dancer. Like I said, I've never attended a dance class in my life, and it. Do not overwork yourself, obviously. But um, I'd say I'd say fair enough, fairly enough. I'm, I am where I'm at with my level of dancing just because of just a lot of learning a lot of learning a lot of hours of just sweat bruises and cuts Ugh. and yeah and just i'm not saying like hurt yourself completely but like you know just work hard in dancing you know dancing is a form of expression it's an art and it's a skill and it's very technical too if you want to approach it um my dance background i've already told you um k-pop i've learned i learned a dance in a a com a noodle commercial called lucky me but i guess more in detail i my background in dancing is i learned uh first i learned a, a couple of k-pop uh choreographies yes 
but then I kind of discovered a whole um, one of my favorite dancer my choreographers would be Keone Madrid uh, I I figured him out because he choreographed a couple of BTS dances I love and then I started to get into this whole new world of urban dance and hip-hop dance uh, choreographers like Brian Puspus, uh, Ian Eastwood, uh, Keone Madrid and then yeah my dancing well, my other background in dancing is I used to uh, dance for my church uh, my friend set up set, set it up this uh, dance team in my church and we would dance to like modern Christian music which is something I'm very uh, very passionate about and uh, yeah it just my progress in dance a lot of it came from there it was the first time I've ever choreographed anything for a team um, one of dancing for my church has very um, one of the reasons I'm more committed with my uh, Christian faith I guess uh, yes I'm proudly a Christian but that's something good to know <laughs> and yeah I just I kind of started to love dancing from dancing for my church choreographing for people you know spending all those hard working hours just choreographing and all that stuff and I really enjoyed it that's my background in dancing it's just hip-hop and just learning my favorite choreographers um like i said i my favorite favorite is keone madrid and his wife mari i'm honestly oh they're so their family is so adorable uh just looking at their instagram videos of their new their daughter wow i love brian pospos he he has a very smooth style i like it's very it's, I, I really love the way he controls his body and then I really love this prodigy. You guys probably don't know him. His name is Sean Liu. Oh, he's such an under. Yeah. All jokes aside, I love Sean Liu. Sean Liu is like an inspiration to young dancers who want to get to a level that's like wow. Obviously, Sean Liu has been dancing at a very young age. Um, well, for me, I've done. I started dancing like fully committing to dancing when I was like 11. But like for Sean Liu, uh, Sean Liu is like whoa you're he, it's just crazy it, it's just the way he moves his body and the way he executes moves he like he's so comfortable in what he knows his body and he knows how to control it when he dances and he's kind of versatile in a lot of um styles of music and he also has really great expression it's just sean lu's a person to look up to honestly um I guess uh, another question I, I kind of brushed by is do I believe in reincarnation now like I said I do not believe in reincarnation but what I do believe is an afterlife uh, like I said I'm Christian I do believe in hell and heaven I believe in God and I believe yeah I'm a uh, practicing and committed Christian and that's what um, Reincarnation uh, is, is basically you die, you probably reincarnate to another person, uh, a flower, a tree. Uh, there's interesting stuff about reincarnating into a different person. Like once before you die or while you're dying, you see the light. And as you're being birthed into this world, you see a light coming. Some people think your life is a loop. Some people think you're, you just, you're born as a different person in a different conscious and the reason why you have deja vu is just a memory of your past life we're not getting into conspiracy theories again but just to 
put some closure into what I believe is I do not believe in reincarnation. I do believe in an afterlife, though. Um, now, more questions. Leaving cert, being cancelled. I kind of brushed up, brushed on this. Uh, for me, having a brother, an older brother who did, um, who not did, who was in his leaving cert year, I'd say um, it being cancelled is kind of a stress reliever for a couple of people. Um, some people wanted a summer. It's a big toll on your mental health not having a summer, just staying inside all the time, and just like studying even more, added more months to stress. I do get that part. I don't understand fully the part where people um, wanted to sit the leaving cert and did not want pre- uh, predicted grades. But all I can say again, like I'm, like I'm rephrasing, just respect and respect their reasons and values and. I- I do understand that I do understand that many people uh, a handful or enough people wanted to sit the exam and there's just a lot of pressure and this is a confusing time for everyone honestly and leaving cert students I hope most of you are happy um, for it be, to be cancelled probably most um, and other years, other years, older generations who did do the leaving cert, please don't bash on them and be like, "Oh, you guys are so lucky." Well, you guys didn't have a global pandemic that was happening in Ireland during the time you were um, doing your leaving cert, which is taking a toll on everything in this country. So please be fair to them. Um, They've waited long enough. I'm sure many leaving cert students work hard, and I applaud you for that. Now, now that's done out of the way. Mental health and next question. Both are kind of interlinked with each other, so I'm gonna just uh, say it. Mental health. Do you think everyone is depressed nowadays? Ooh. Wow. Um, well, this is a very broad topic. Um, one other question is about social media and how it impacts um, the young generation and students' mental health. That sound kind of sound that kind of sounds like an Irish essay. I haven't spoke Irish in a minute. Wow, <laughs> but um. Okay, to answer, they're kind of both interlinked, so I will talk about it. Do I think everyone is depressed? No. Some people claim they do. Some people, um... No, I'm just gonna say this for and quickly. Um, I just want everyone to know that there's a difference between having depression and being depressed. Just, um, being depressed could happen over uh, an event. Um, traumatic, something traumatic. Um, yeah, you're being depressed is not a phase, but it's a moment in life where symptoms of depression do occur, but you're not diagnosed mentally or you're not mentally ill. Now, depression is a mental illness. A mental illness is as equivalent to any physical illness. Mental illness does exist. It exists. It's mental illness is all in the head, which is factual. Mental illness is literally in the head. It happens in the brain. And and it's the same. Um, just so you know, if you're physically ill, it could 
it, it could uh, affect you mentally. If you're mentally ill, it could affect you physically. They both coincide with each other very much, and they're both real concepts. And yeah, if you, um, I do think our generation is definitely known as a depressed and anxious generation. And that's probably to do with obviously um, image uh, issues. You know, many people are putting themselves out there, making others insecure because of comparisons, pressure. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of advanced technology kind of um, uh, kind of social media and all that stuff, which is related to the next question. Um, I'll just put them together actually social media obviously does affect people's mental health a lot it makes people insecure anxious um you're let's also talk about bullying cyberbullying online um before back then when you had a bully in school um they bullied you in school but once you're at home you're in a safe place now all the time uh people can bully you just by sending a text and i do believe not everyone is depressed though i that's kind of an overstatement but i do believe our mental health is um i do believe that um with this age of new technology and social media our mental health is affected more affected probably more than other generations you know and you can't say we didn't have a very um a very hard time because we didn't have a life-ending sickness but now we do so we can't compare <laughs> anyway now for this podcast is um oh well actually I, there's still more topics I need to talk about now this is kind of sorry sorry uh, i thought i was gonna end it but we have more topics which is a fun thing now the next topic is k-pop Man, I could talk about this for days. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just talk about my history with K-pop. First of all, um, I started listening... Well, K-pop was kind of always embedded in my head at a very young age. Now, my first probably exposure to K-pop was Sundara Park. Or Dara from a former member of 21. Um, well, still a member, actually. Blackjacks, can you hear me? <laughs> well... Dara was a very, very uh, popular actress in the Philippines, and people would know come to her, come to Twenty One because of Sandara Park. And I guess my next exposure, if you guys remember who the Wonder Girls are, I'm a, I'm a kind of a Gen Two stan, uh, the Golden Age of K-pop, well, Golden Age. Um, if you guys remember uh, the Wonder Girls with their song "Nobody, Nobody But You," yes, that was internationally and very popular in the philippines my childhood there and worldwide i think it came out during i I, i'm not sure i think so during that time well anyway it was popular when i was young and i guess that's a one of my first exposures to k-pop now k-pop was constantly shown in front of me at a very young age i went to a church my ates uh ates is like your big sisters uh in the filipino language um constantly dance to k-pop shout out to y'all if y'all are watching (laughs) constantly dance to k-pop showed it right in front of me and my brothers and it just it was it was catchy you know it was it was very it was a very 
Ikachi type of um, Ikachi type of uh, music with cool dances and visuals. At if well, if you look at the K-pop fashion compared to now, you'd kind of cringe. But it was popular during that time, and pe- many people were amazed just how good-looking the idols were. The sharp choreographies, vocals—they did everything that pleased the public eye, and that comes with immense amount of training, you know. Uh, and I guess my first, obviously, everyone knows what Gang- Gangnam Style is, right? Uh, but I guess uh, my first like love for K-pop. Which really affected my favorite group ever is Girls Generation SNSD Sonyoshide, um, with their song G. Now, <laughs> I loved uh, Taeyeon and Jessica, the members there. They caught my eye. Um, yes, it's not a problem to have more than one bias. Okay, um, I do love K-pop a lot, and it was. I remember listening to a lot of old Gen Two songs and. Just an amount of nostalgia that brings me back with Gen 2 songs. I was very in love with K-pop, uh, and still am. When at a young age, so it was just always right there in front of me. And now I am a young person. I am a man of my youth. Yes, and I do love current K-pop. It's popping. It literally is popping. It it, it popping though. And um, my I re. My current favorite, uh, first of all, K-pop. As much as K-pop, ha- like regular pop, like Western pop, um, K-pop has many genres within K-pop. You know, K-pop isn't simply just. If you put all the ignorant side comments, uh, preconceptions of K-pop, or even just music in general, if you take away pre any preconceptions of any music genre and kind of like put your like. Kind of explore uh, different t- styles of music, your playlist will be popping. You know, different styles of music is music. It's a universal language that connects people. So definitely explore different styles of music. But just for me, K-pop was one of my main, uh, one of the main like main OG type of genres of music I liked. And um, my favorite current K-pop groups at the moment would be G Idol, Itchy. Um. I guess some boy groups would be NCT 127 or NCT just in general. Uh, OT 21 Stan was good, and I guess we can't forget BTS. I'm I'm a multi fandom person. I like most groups. Okay, most group you can tell Stan Luna. Um, and yeah, um, I do love. I still love a lot of K-pop. Um, in fact, that's K-pop is the reason why I started dancing. Um, K-pop uh, bought me a lot of uh, new friends. K-pop basically formed my dance group, CEO, which is what I'm at at the moment. K-pop is a lovely genre K-pop of music. K-pop will uh, encourage you to start dancing, start singing, learn a new language, you know. And let's just hope you're, you just remember your own culture and not think you're Korean. You know, uh, just, just putting it out there. Yeah, K-pop definitely is a lot bigger than it was back then. K-pop used to have a lot of negative connotations put under it. 
that I will not say because they're pretty ignorant and stupid. But I will say that K-pop it was a very not um, popular genre back then. But now with BTS, people going international, opening the doors for everyone. K-pop is a lot more loved now. And you see a lot of Western artists collabing with Korean artists. And it definitely, it's giving the Korean economy some big money moves. There you go. K-pop for you. Now, my favorite uh, K-pop group of all time is Girls' Generation. And you, you, you cannot change that. You cannot change that. You cannot change that. I have... I love many groups, but we need a re- we need a reunion now. Another another topic is form uh, forms of art. Now I'm like I said I'm a very 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 artsy person. Very um, forms of art. Obviously my hobbies singing dancing. Yeah, that's art. Um, poetry that's art. Um, I. I'm an art student in my school, and I do love all forms of art. Um, I do love abstract art. Um, I do love just drawing paint. But I sound stupid. I'm sorry, Mr. Murray. But yeah, forms, it's not a lot for me to elaborate in, you know? Um, they're sculpting, and just art is beautiful, honestly. Art is expression any form is acceptable um the whole purpose of art is um expression and the whole i remember that any any art that's yours anything you put out there with expression in a creative way is art like you could think someone's drawing is completely like crap but then you could see critiques surrounding it and like oh my gosh oh that's i like i love i love these black lines that really indicate the anger in this um artist's uh, past life and then just so the streaks of yellow freedom any art is art you know i know there's a couple of artists that there's like one minute exhibitions where they play with inanimate objects and just stick it around their faces and then people get to see it just walk past these people with pencils in their ears and it's art like i can't fully discuss forms of art because there are different forms many different forms and just if you have some art and you want to express yourself and you love you absolutely just just put it out there you know many people will critique you will put you down but then there are many people who will appreciate your art and you don't you don't gotta prove anything to anyone if it's you got you don't gotta prove anything to anyone you just gotta put it out for yourself Boom. forms of art now i'm sorry for if i know who you are who asked this i'm sorry if i didn't answer this question the way you wanted but i forgive me and um but that's my opinions on it um i hope my speaking here is a lot more organized now the last now where this is podcast has been going longer than the last one but this is the last topic and i saved the best to last um ooh. any ghost stories do you believe in ghosts supernatural beings and demons okay like i said i am a christian now let me tell you something about the christian faith it is very very spiritual heavy well just what i believe uh, many 
Christians I know believe that the spirit the spiritual realm is as real as the physical realm here like I said I do believe in an afterlife I believe in heaven and hell which does believe mean I do believe in demons and evil spirits now there are many people who don't believe on this type of stuff but and I will respect that I'll respect your views and opinions but for those who do believe in this type of things unless you really wanna um, hurt yourself please do not play with this type of things please don't mock make any mockery of things please don't play with any demonic or witch crap well I don't people I know I actually I know actual witches and not all witches are satanic or whatever but just in case if there's a witch community person that I hurt in the community I'm sorry but if there's any like demonic things um, evil spirit stuff do not play with it do not do not play with stuff like that you could get yourself hurt and I'm genuinely saying this I am not saying oh uh, don't play with them no I'm not mocking anything genuinely do not play with evils and demonic spirit stuff for me I do believe that demons and I do not believe in ghosts they're kind of not the same thing for me for me ghosts would be like spirits of people who have passed as I as I do believe that spirits only go two places heaven or hell and I think and I think the ghosts are just literally demons disguising themselves as other spirit, um, taking a form of different spirits, you know. But I'm just saying, don't don't play with stuff like that. It could really get you hurt, you know. And I don't have any ghosts. Well, I do believe in demons for sure, as in one of the passages in, Bi in the Bible. Or Oh, go! I'm not. I'm not gonna be a preacher, preachy, preachy, preachy type of person. But like one of the passages in the Bible is like Jesus was walking. And a Christian score down. I don't know the verse or the book, but he was walking some pathway and he f he found this um, demon possessed person and he exorcised that demon. Um, and there's a couple of when he was in like this one of the synagogues or the temples like temples yes he was in one of the temples and he healed like many demon possessed people and i do believe in demon possession and exorcism actually one of like my dad has stories about them experiencing one one person from their college or school being demon possessed and being exorcised in front of them um maybe one day I, uh, i'll ask permission or maybe he can tell you the story he's he's up for it you know um and also i don't have any ghost stories uh i do have a sleep paralysis story which is kind of so basically i i'll tell you i'll tell you it right now so basically i was walking i used to take badminton classes back um in 2000 and 16 15 yes and i used to go with my friend my friends y'all know who you are who went badminton with me Ihi. and uh basically i had a dream about going to the bus stop i took going to badminton and then suddenly i sunk to the floor right and before i could wake up i heard this voice going like let me see what's in your mind like 
let me see what's in your mind. And then I woke up. I see, most people see figures when they have sleep paralysis, but my I was lying on my belly and my face was down, so I couldn't see anything, but I did hear people. After I heard, let me see what's in your mind, my ears started ringing, like, like ringing. And then I couldn't move my hand. I was pinned down. And then it took me a while to get out of the sleep paralysis. And then I was like, whoa, I was so freaked out. So I don't know if it was sleep paralysis. Paralysis was it's like a scientific thing. But honestly, yeah, that's one of my stories. Although I do hear voices now and then at night when they can't sleep and that are downstairs. But that, that's out of the question. So, um, yeah. Thank you for this is this has been the end of my podcast and thank you very much for listening and tuning in if you've made it this far. Definitely share this with your friends. Um, please keep supporting. Uh, share this around in Instagram and any other social medias. I would love to have more viewers. Share this video. Um, keep commenting. Keep the questions going. Um, I ask. I put questions up on my Instagram stories for you to ask. Um, definitely comment on this video you can also comment questions on this video um, I will think of ma- more uh, better ways to make this podcast a bit better uh, more creative ways to make it different truth or dares maybe I could do a live co- not a live cover but I can do a cover while I'm recording this um, song suggestions whatever just to make this podcast a bit more fun you know I'll do my best to keep to keep improving this podcast because this is something I have fun with and maybe one day I will do this live so we're out thank you so much for listening and I will see you and I will um, talk to you guys soon peace